Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome, guys, to the Get Comfy Show. We're here with BK. It's the best kept secret in radio. Today with me, we got Mr. Lance. Lance, how are you doing today, sir? I'm doing quite well. Ah, that's great. So, Lance, can you tell the listeners and the people that are going to be watching this on Instagram who you are and what you do? Well, uh, my name is Lance Haskell. I do the programming industry for Anime Frontier in Fort Worth, Texas, which is the 8th through the 10th. We also do Anime NYC, which is in New York City. And uh, I am from uh, Dallas, Fort Worth. Uh, Before I uh, join Anime Frontier, I worked um, 13 years at Funimation. Uh, I was uh, I was in marketing there. What was your What was your, working at Funimation? What was your favorite? Did you have a favorite show behind Funimation? Because I know every time people when they work in like in the sports, even though they'd be like, "Oh, I work in marketing for MLB," but my favorite team is the Yankees. As working as for Funimation, did you have a favorite favorite anime that you like? Well, um. The first show that I was the brand manager and did all the marketing for was Fruits Basket. And then the show that just got nuclear was Full Metal Alchemist. Oh, okay. So that it. was that was super fun. And then um and then towards kind of like the last four years I was there, I didn't like brand manage shows. I was, you know, in charge of the marketing department. And so yeah, I th- those are like the 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 two that are kind of like near and dear to me. those are the those are the ones that kind of like formed me so those are my two i like i know like the one show that comes to my mind it was like probably one of the first animes i ever watched was dragon ball z oh absolutely Um, like from back from not like the ones that came out in the mid-2000s like the one that came out in 89 oh yeah yeah well it was um um i started Funimation in 2003 and they were still dubbing Dragon Ball Z. And so it was fun. You would go into this, uh, you know, it was this bank building. Now, no one really knew that animation was there. And so you'd walk up to the uh, to the second floor and all you would be hearing was. Huh, uh, 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 and I'm like, what is this? And it's just, you know, everybody fighting. And then, you know, you would just kind of like work and you'll just see, you know, some voice actors like you'll see like. Chris Sabat was there, and he's also directing. He's like, "Hey, Lance, how you doing?" I'm like, "I'm doing great, Chris. How you do? Oh, I'm doing great." And then you know, people just shuffle and shuffle out. So it was, it was, it was a uh, quite interesting times back then. It, it sounds like Fight Club a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I, I guess, but no one, no one got injured. It was just <laughs> the only thing that got injured were the vocal cords. Well, we have anime con happening on NYC. I am so excited. You'll maybe be part of part of the panels. And then I just found out from one of your guys on the team that you guys have Anime Frontier, which is happening at Houston, Texas. I think oh, the- Dallas Fort Worth. It's a Fort Dallas, Worth. My bad. I apologize. Yeah. So tell us about that. How did that get started, and what what um, are you excited well, about it? It got started because um, Anime NYC uh, has a lot of the industry that that goes to our show. So you'll see. You know, Anaplex and Bondi and Crunchyroll, and then you have High Dive, and then a lot of manga companies, and then a lot of other different publishers. And then you see that on the West Coast with Anime Expo, but there's a big gap in the middle of 
of get, getting this that type of talent and that type of entertainment. And so that's how Front, Anime Frontier was born. And so um, kind of like um, what, what we had last year was with um, uh, Bandai Namco, we, they brought their big Gundam base. So yes. it was like the place where you could just buy Gumpla that wasn't, you know, wasn't around. And we also have uh, some uh, more publishers. I can't say who yet because we just haven't announced our schedule, but we have about four different anime publishers that they're going to be coming. Some will have panels, we'll have screenings. And so it's just kind of the industry. But when you're at Texas, the Texas cons, it's, you know, you're there also to have a good time, dance and party a little bit. So what we have is um, uh, what's interesting that's happening. A lot of conventions are having idol fests. You see you have masquerades, which is, you know, a, a two hour uh, contest. But with yeah. an idol fest, you have all these idol groups that will just do performances of uh, one to three songs. And it's just, you know, it's just a huge spectacle. And that's what we're going to be launching this year. And I think we also have Itasha and then we have a dance stage as oh. well called our remix roundup. Our uh we have a mascot and his name is Ruckus, and he is a uh kind of like a miniature short horn. And so we do have a lot of the Texas themed uh events. So it's 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 quite fun. Are we gonna are we gonna see you dance, Lance? Uh I don't. <laughs> I don't. Uh, in, in 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 my in my in my former youth, I did. <laughs> I, I feel like you're still young. I see that you got some. Yes. And you and you know, being in Texas, everything is bigger, so I can't expect this. You guys are going to be going all out, probably because you're in Texas. Well, we we take up the entire Fort Worth Convention Center. Gosh, I see. I, as somebody who um does anime, who does um New York Comic Con in the Java Center. I always feel like it's on a rotation because I look at one thing. I'm like, all right, there it is. I'll come back to that booth. Two hours later, I feel like the I go there and the booth is somewhere else. It feels like a whole rotation. Oh yeah, yeah. You have to you have to get your map and you have to bring a pin and kind of like check off where you've been so you can so you don't get lost. Oh yeah. Um. So before we get more into the anime frontier, I remember back in 2016, 2017, I was part of the Dragon Ball Super panel. And at that time, I was coming in the I was coming to the mind where like a lot of people don't know anime. I don't know if they're gonna get too excited about it. And then when I went on stage, it was like we're in Madison Square Garden. I would never forget it. The whole building was filled out. What do you think made anime? Because now anime is more mainstream now than ever. And what do you think? What was that one anime that made it mainstream? Because without the people and the fans loving anime we wouldn't have like anime con and anime frontier do you think there it's one specific anime that blew up that made all these people or do you think it's just the whole community coming together and realizing Uh, well uh anime has been this silent pop culture phenomenon for so many years um i mean um because with the anime expo in la they've gotten hundred thousand people for, for years. Yeah. Uh, I just from working at Funimation, like the streaming subscribers are just phenomenal. Um, a lot of it is that 
there used to be a lot of illegal streaming and the access was just on Cartoon Network mm -hmm. for anime. And so once, you know, the um, the streaming of, you know, Funimation had theirs, Crunchyroll had theirs, and then they kind of merged and then you could see stuff on Netflix and then, and then also on Hulu, you know, you don't have any gatekeepers for people to access and discover anime because it used to be we're just the friends like, hey, yo, check this out. Yeah. But now you can just go on to Netflix and then on the top of the page, you find an anime and like, what is this? And that's how you discover it. Uh, so that was good. And then, you know, during the pandemic, people really didn't have anything to go, anything to do. And like Hollywood production, you know, shut down. But what's the one thing that kept going that had new shows? And then you had the phenomenon of Demon Slayer was anime. Yeah. So, you know, people are like going, I, I kind of ran out of shows to watch. And so, you know, all the streamers had new anime, and that really made a lot of new anime fans. And I, I think also does it wake now with the writer strikes. Of course, the writers and actor strikes just ended a couple of days ago. Where when that was striking down, there were no new TV shows being made and proof. So that's another the yep. um, um the anime was another thing because over in Japan in the West they were still pushing out episodes nonstop. They weren't on strike, so that. Just which I love is like when you think one thing is down, you have another alternative right there, ready to give you the drama, the action, all wrapped in one little series, which I can't okay. expect. But going back to Anime Frontier, you said it was his third year. Did yeah, you, this is the third year. Do you still get goosebumps since it's like you're part of this? Since it's still brand new, it's in the infancy. It's it's not goosebumps. It's it's more of you have a lot of planning. And yeah. you want to, you know, make it just right. So it's not goosebumps. It's just like, it's like um, positive stress. That's basically what it is. It's like, I want to make this so good. What can I do? Am I missing something? Oh, I need to do this for this. Oh, I need to do for this. It's not really goosebumps. It's just positive stress. Positive stress. Like, see, cause I feel like anytime when I'm on the panels and hosting, I get goosebumps at least, no matter what. Um... Yeah, what it is, but you still get that excitement. It's like it's still. Oh you know, yeah, yeah. You 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 still get that. You still get that positive energy. Absolutely. Oh, I think you're right. So can you can you explain can you explain what's going to be different? What's going to be new this year to the previous years at AnimeCon? What can they expect? Not AnimeCon, sorry, Anime Frontier. Well, with uh, with yeah, with Anime Frontier, it's um, we've doubled the amount of uh, fan programming that we're offering. We have a we have a brand new uh, panel room for that, and then what I mentioned was the Wild West Idol Fest is is new as well. Mm -hmm. And then we we still have our Atasha, our roundup stage where it's more like a, a dance, J-pop, K-pop, and kind of just music, just you know, fun area. That's going to be there. We're introducing tabletop gaming, oh. and we also have um, <clears throat> some VTubers uh as well this this time and so like um what we have on um with vtubers we have a uh, vox akuma is uh coming out and then we also have uh two vtubers from hololive that are also coming out well i 
can do you from what from what's been out and announced right now what are you expecting or excited to see at anime frontier right now because we know we know dr stone season two they're gonna be being on a panel and there's other there's i think um well dr stone that you're you're referring to an anime monster. anime kind of sorry i apologize sorry i've been getting emails left and right it's all right so can you can you to give us a little hint of what we can expect at um, anime frontier yeah well uh guest wise <clears throat> just for kind of like the the mainstream is uh we have um um we have steve bloom it's you know uh because uh cowboy bebop is experiencing uh its 25th anniversary so that would be fun to get spike siegel there and then um we also have the voice of naruto miley flanagan as well we have um some um voice actors that um um are we have chiwa uh, saito that's going to be there and she was uh was in a uh, monica magica as a kimmy so that was uh that's fun and then we have uh voice actors alejandra saab caitlin glass eric Ville, jonah scott max middleman ray chase mercy duran rika fajardo Zena robinson and Robbie Damon. So it's that that's what's fun. Um what's one panel that I would um like everybody to to see and this is at Anime NYC and also Anime Frontier is uh Lava Live. The the three actors uh, Max Ray and Robbie have an do improv. Oh, okay. And so uh one night they'll they'll do their their improv for 90s 90s a minute set and then in the on sunday they have a little bit more like a, a low key improv comedy set and so that's what's really interesting is instead of a a standard q a panel they kind of uh take it up a notch awesome wait and now going further you know third year in texas you have anime con in nyc where what's the next day would you want an anime convention in the states, and then would you want one overseas as well? And where would it be overseas? Well, I that's not really our our vision right now. Uh-huh. It's more of just establishing Frontier as a destination to get yeah. bigger. So instead of, instead of expanding to other places, our focus is more to get this bigger. Got it. Just be so known. It's, it's, that... it's more of just focusing our resources, just to like, okay, you know, it's it's just, um, you know, here's your one foundation. Then you know, build it bigger, build it bigger, build it bigger, build it bigger. So that's our focus. Instead of splitting off and kind of doing doing uh, quantity, we like to do quality. But baby steps in a sense. So you guys also still like it's still brand new. Well, I'm just excited because I want more. As an anime fan, I want more options for everyone to instead of like being low to be more than just in one area, people can expand and go different places. Like I didn't realize anime frontier was going to be in Texas until I got in more information about it too, which I was excited about. Yeah. There, it's great. Um, to wrap it up, we have a couple more questions, Lance. Uh, one is, would you, you last? I think it was last year or the year before, anime con one of the biggest. Aspect was like um the live the uh, movie One Piece they had a the it was like a musical and now One Piece has the live action 
what what would you think what would you want as a next live action movie um I'm I'm looking on my on my shelf for uh, a live action. Um, I think um, I instead of like the One Piece and the Dragon Balls and you know all that live action, I would like to see kind of like more of the dramas. I think. Um, Maybe the uh, manga and anime monster would make mm -hmm. a really cool live action series. Just, you know, the drama and the suspense of that. And then because um, on the similar vein of, you know, Netflix just put out Pluto as the anime. I think that would be really good. I think instead of doing the, the big action series, I think if uh, uh, some of these dramas can be made into live action, that would be really fun because some of those are just mind twisters. And I think that would be really neat to to see how they could do that in a live action. I, I thought I, one, one, one thing I'm I, hopefully we'll get, uh, it's kind of silly, Assassination Classroom. Mm. That one, because it's just so silly and goofy. And that would like, be a high budget. A high budget, yes. That or, a high budget. That or Spy Family, a nice wholesome anime as well. That one's really cute. That uh, could work. That will work. And then the next question is, besides Anime Frontier, is there, with you, is there any other projects coming up besides Frontier? Or is all your focus right now is on Frontier? Well, um, the company that, that behind Anime NYC and Anime Frontier also run AwesomeCon, and that is a big pop culture convention in Washington, D.C., and that's going to be in March. And then we also run Rose City Comic Con. And that's going to be in September in Portland, Oregon. So as a company, we run four conventions. And so um, I, I am, my priority is Anime Frontier and also NMNYC, but I also help out uh, whenever those conventions are kind of like, you know, they're finished and we have a little bit of an off time. So we kind of work on the other projects as well. You know, I, I feel like once, because once again, Anime Con is going to be right, it's right around the corner. I feel like, Oh, I, I'm gonna have to bring a suitcase by all the stuff I'm gonna see. There's gonna be so much oh, cool stuff. Like me and my friends make a joke that whenever we go to Japan, we're gonna bring a second bag of suitcases just for the all the souvenirs and all that. Mm -hmm. And I feel like oh, Comic Con was bad enough. I had a coworker who spent two hundred dollars just on Gundam on his stuff. Oh, yeah. So it's like see all these other anime stuff. I feel like all my wallet's just gonna go straight to the unnecessary stuff that I'll need to fill up my room. It, I've, I've been there and I've done that. <laughs> I, I, I know hey, the feeling. So we had one question from, from my listener and they wanted to know, I know you said you wanted to keep stuff like where it is, but do you have anything in the future happening over in the West Coast by Cal in the California, Los Angeles area? No, no. It's, it's uh, um, you know, I that space is well represented by uh, Anime Los Angeles and also yeah. Um, anime Expo, and then there's um, um. Now I'm now I'm blanking on the convention that <laughs> that um, that is in San Francisco, but there's there there's some very quality regional conventions that for right now I think uh, we we have a we have a good focus. So yeah. Um, thank you for the 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 uh, the um, 
the idea we have thought of it, but it's just uh, there's a crowded market in LA and in San Francisco and also San Jose. So it's 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 a little bit of a of a, our focuses are on these two conventions. Well, we just put them in the fi- we just put them in the fight room where they're doing the Dragon Ball Z. I haven't fight them out. Right. Yeah, well, did do a little tournament. Yeah, right. The tournament, just knock everyone yeah. out. Boom. Yeah, yeah. It'll uh, just you know just you know have that tournament last fifty two episodes and then uh, and then go to a new story arc. <laughs> Well, Lance, hopefully I'll see you at Anime Con this weekend. I'm going to be there. Hopefully I don't spend too much money. All right. You know, hopefully I see you at Anime Frontier. But, Lance, thank you so much for your time. Uh, well, hope we see you soon. And do you have anything else you want to say? Give out before we... No, I just, um, you know, um, try out, uh, you know, we're in Fort Worth, Texas. It's uh, Dallas Fort Worth Airport. Um you know, you can take the train all the way to the convention center. Uh, you don't have to drive. Just, you know, fly out, take a train, go there, hang out, come back home. It's 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 a fun wanna, travel. It's you want to get the date for Anime Frontier for those people? Yeah, it's uh, December 8th through the 10th. And then, but to buy your tickets, guys, be there. You guys don't want to miss it. You guys don't want to miss Anime NYC as well. Lance, once again, thank you so much for your time. And we'll see you guys later. All right. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.